You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hola. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Thanks for listening. We are well into the hundreds now, um, so we appreciate you sticking along. Um, You know, we had so much fun on that hundredth episode, actually, with people calling in and like, you know, just actually having other conversations and and hearing other people's perspectives that we kind of want to continue something else along that lines. Um, So we're going to add a little something new to the show. A little something, something. Are we going to talk them through what it is? Yes, I'll talk them through it. So what we're going to do is we have a phone number. Yay. Yay. Don't call expecting anybody to pick up because no one will. But what you (laughs) will get is a voicemail. That number is 323-505-2030. And when you call, you can leave a voicemail. Um, and you could do a couple of things. I was thinking about this this morning. Actually, I forgot to bring it up before we started recording. But let us know if you want to just vent, if you want to, if you want advice, um, as far as in the form of like you asking a question or just kind of talking about something you're going through. Um, or if you just have a question that you would like for us to answer, that's fine. Just let us know what you want from us. Um, and feel free to hit us as if, you know, you're on the couch. And so we'll review those questions and those things that you send in. And at the end of each episode, if we have a new one, we will respond to it. So we'll play it on the air. Um, let us know who you are, what you want people to know about you, what you have to say. And then me and Carly will go in on it for a minute. And I'm super excited about this. So shout out to Alexi with all the ideas Um, because we did have a blast like people calling in. I was really interested in hearing what you would want to know from us, like what you wanted advice on or what you had questions that you thought would be interesting for us to hear. So I'm definitely interested in those things. So excited to hear that. It'll be in the show notes. So please start leaving us some voicemails. All righty. And now we're going to get into today's episode, which is very important and very in line with some of the last ones we've um, been having discussions about. So I noticed in myself and just a lot of people that I follow on social media talking about starting a lot of projects, but not quite finishing them. So having a lot of ideas, having a lot of, you know, things on your plate, things that are going, but maybe not following things through. And I started looking at myself like, man, is that something that I do? And and if so, whenever we get really excited to start things, like why is it harder to finish? Like why are we less likely to complete projects or to finish tasks or to see ideas all the way through? And so I thought that would be something that's interesting to explore today. Okay. And so what would you say that you're, are you a pretty good finisher or? I would say I'm a pretty good finisher. Um, I, looking at looking at my life, there is, or there are some things that I, you know, have started and haven't seen through. And so a lot of prep before this and just my personal work was thinking through like, well, why didn't I see those things through? What was the issues going on with them? Um, but I would say overall, I'm probably a pretty good finisher. Um, what about you? Like what percent would you say? Mm, I, I give myself a strong, like 73, 27. Okay. Um, And then what are those like types of things like when we're talking about not finishing things, are we talking about like not finishing grad school? Are we talking about not finishing writing a book like or is there a difference in what we're talking about? 
Um, I think so. I think so. Not not like big commitments as as in like grad school or um, things like that. Because anything like yo like yoga teacher training, like I've always finished and followed through on those things. I think more so what I've seen myself struggle in is like oh like talking to somebody like oh we're gonna do this thing and then like we'll start working on it but then never actually see the project through. So there's been a book club mm -hmm. that which is actually launching <laughs> soon. There's been um, a mastermind um, coaching thing that I was thinking about doing. There's been a course that me and one of my homies went all the way through and just never ended up. We ha well not yet. I won't say never. We haven't recorded it yet, but we went through all the prep and what that would look like. And so I think probably a lot of the areas where I struggle is. Um, in execution with other people so things that i have friends with uh like projects that i have with other friends but then also thinking through like big big personal things so it might be writing that book or launching that mastermind coaching that sounds interesting because uh, you would think that accountability helps us to like keep moving more with things um so out of those things that you mentioned um how many of them are dead dead like not you're not going back to Probably percentage wise, maybe like 20%. Okay. Okay. Because I, I think also there's a difference between like you're not finishing and also, you know, putting a pause on something or because half the things you said, you also then said, oh, we're coming back to it. Are you doing something else anyway? And so, you know, I think there's also a difference and it makes sense that a lot of times you have to prioritize your time and or your resources or, you know, right now you don't have the right, you know, network or something to, to finish something out. And so also I think it's kind of, you know, making sure you're actually assessing the real ratios and the truth about the situation. Um, for me, I can think of a hundred things I haven't finished that I started. Um, and there's different levels of like where I stopped, probably for different reasons. Some, there's some things that, you know, I just got really into the idea. There's some things I, you know, I started a little bit of. Um, and then there's things I got really far and then was like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this. Like, you know, I'm over it. And so, you know, all the situations are different, but then there's literally a million things that I start and finish. Um, so overall, like, I don't think that it's a crazy ratio and it just feels like that because sometimes I think those things we don't finish are the things we wish we prioritized a little bit more, but we don't. Like maybe they are a little bit more authentic to you. Like you want to write more or do something creative or like the coaching or, you know, something like that. But, um, you know, for whatever reasons, you just don't quite put that ahead of things you think are more important or that may be more important. Um, so for me, I think it kind of falls in like that specific type of like category or type of things. Oh, that's interesting. And I think that is a great perspective. It can be so easy to look at this long list of stuff we haven't done yet, but not keep everything in perspective. So thank you for that. That makes me feel a little bit better about the few things that I haven't. Um, you said that you noticed there was some points like, that you would either stop or pivot or do other things. Is there like a consistent theme about like in your projects that you haven't followed through with that you stop at or that you mm. notice yourself? Um, I don't, maybe. Um, so with things like around writing, maybe like, oh, I want to write some music or um, work on a book or work on my research or different things that are kind of projects that, take practice that I don't feel like I'm that great at right now. And so I probably don't continue to like do more with it. Um, though things that require like more of a process, um, I haven't interjected as much to my day. And so I kind of usually stop or like, I'll be really excited about it. And then I feel like I'm 
kind of inspired about what to write or what to do. And then kind of as soon as I'm like, uh, I don't know where else this is going. Like I kind of will take a break and it's very easy not to go back. Um, I know with writing, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you're just supposed to do some every day or and I've tried a lot of times to have habits to get myself to do more of it. And I just, that's just one of those things I haven't, um, you know, completed through and I do it just when I feel like doing it. Um, so maybe it's something around, um, I don't know if, if it's something like I'm not, I feel like I'm kind of forcing it a little bit, then it's hard to like push through. Um, I think, I don't know. That's probably the, the only one that's like that for me. Cause I, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I don't know what else to write after this. So I'm just going to let it chill for a minute and then you just don't come back. Yeah. I, I see similarities with me, especially in writing, man, I've been trying to write more every day, like the artist way, like a couple pages a day, or you do this and I'll be on it for a little bit. And then I'm like, nah, just completely falling off of it. Um, are you trying to write something? Yeah, eventually I'd like to write a book. I don't have anything top of mind right now, but I would like to release more consistent content just to, to keep myself sharp. Um, I, I do want to speak more and I feel like writing through things like writing through blogs and putting out more content around my expertise and my experience and shaping those things would better help me become a better speaker and to frame those topics a little bit better. But I haven't done it. Um, Is just, that something you started though and didn't finish or just something you didn't start? Um, something that I started and just kind of put on the back burner because it's not a priority at the moment. Mm -hmm. Like it's something I want to do, but it's not a priority. And so all that I say, I think probably where mine is, is, you know, whatever is, whatever burner is hot at the moment is what I'm working on. And so that's kind of how things fall by the wayside for me. And so thinking through, you know, being intentional about prioritizing those things that really do matter and asking myself if they really do matter. That's probably what keeps me from stopping. Can you say that last thing again about things really mattering? Um, so, I was saying the reason why things f kind of fall off for me or don't get finished or might get put on the back burner is they're not priority. And so I need to reassess my priorities to make sure if that is something like if I am trying to write a book, then I clearly need to be writing something every single day mm -hmm. and practicing on it. And and if that is a priority, then I have to make sure that I work that into my schedule so that it doesn't just fall off. But do you um, with the projects you're actually say you haven't finished now, do you feel like a lot of them you do want to pull back out and, and continue? Yeah. Yeah, eventually. So, like, yeah. what is that? What are some of those then? So, I I still want to do the book club. I still want to write more consistent blogs. I still want to refine my speaking. I still want to record some courses, um, like the one I said that me and my friend and I worked really hard for like probably a month straight, like refining the curriculum and what that would look like, and then we just kind of stopped. Um, so, eventually, would like to record those things. So, there's a, a lot of projects. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the bigger ones that I remember really being excited about and putting energy into was the success squad, because at some point, like I really wanted to create kind of like an online mastermind or a place where people could have forum and like, just talk about things because a lot of people would ask me questions all the time. And I'm like, we could all do this kind of in some kind of group setting. Um, and I had my, I was working on my site. I had, um, a tab for books that I was going to change like a new book every month and it's going to be a lot of different like blog posts and at the time I was thinking it would be like video kind of vlog style like I was talking but then I kept not continuing because I'm like I don't want to do that like I didn't want to actually create the content um and then I can't quite figure out like how to make it like focus it with other, around other people more or how I wanted to do that and so um, I think as other things kind of popped up too and other ways that I was doing the same work um, in other projects came about that 
I kind of had to decide like, all right, I'm not, am I going to really continue this or not? And so I think putting things on the shelf because they, you're not quite clear on the purpose or if it's not quite formulated on, um, how you want to carry it out, um, can be difficult to quit and, or, you know, deciding on if you want to go back. But I feel like I could go back to creating something at any point. It just wouldn't necessarily be that thing. Yeah, so it's refining, like, the vision and, and changing it, but still the same purpose because... No, I don't, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing that okay. project anymore, and I don't, I don't want to do... Um, I don't want to create anything in that way. Um, but I'm, it's still the same work that I do in different places, and I think more so, like, through my agency, um, we'll create a collective that's a little bit more fine-tuned around like creatives and doing that work but it won't be like video vlog like series yeah so it's, it's the same well what I'm hearing is that it's the same like idea of providing that value for people and creating that space but just in a completely different way or in a different way sure but it's I mean it's just not the same project so like everything we do is all around the same themes of life like so that's why it's like when when you don't finish a thing is not necessarily bad unless it's like oh man that takes away my whole like now I never write again or now I never you know help people at all like that's not what's happening so because our lives are so aligned already it doesn't nothing feels like it's like an issue if I don't necessarily finish a project like that um but if we're talking about finishing what you start like that proposal that was due, you know, and you just didn't finish it when you had time to do it. Um, if you had a project that you were working on, you just didn't finish it. There are things that I think are more detrimental um, than other things. And so um, I think it's still important to finish what you start because I think finishing what you start um, is important for your esteem and for your confidence. Um, because if you don't finish what you start, you're a liar and you're lying to yourself every day and all the time. And that wears at you if you don't realize it or not. And so for me, you know, the perspective of it, which we've kind of been talking about so far, is important around, like, what are, you know, those things that are like, okay, eh, I didn't finish that. I'm okay with that. I accept that. And the things and places where you find yourself just consistently just not following through um, and or where you find yourself. Like, if you're always starting new projects because you're excited, but then that falls off. Like, what is that really saying? Um, because there's still patterns and things to, like, help you become, um, I think, a more aligned person with what you're doing and to recognize, like, that you might be running away from something if you're scared to go past a certain point with projects or um, maybe that you're not supposed to be in that lane at all. So there's lots of different things you can pull from a topic like this. And I think um, it very much depends on the context of, of what you're talking about. So, like, when I'm asking you questions, too, I'm trying to get ideas about your specific you know, context and stories, because I think that they can be different. Agreed. I think something that you alluded to um, was that you don't necessarily have to finish everything that you start. If it is in alignment, if you don't feel like it's right for you, if it's not the right time, if it's just something that you don't want to do anymore, like that's cool too. But what you were saying about it being you know, like the proposals or whatever is going to get you to where you say you want to be, like making sure that you're not just getting excited and doing those things halfway and not following through. So I think that that is the, the perspective of, you know, making sure that you finish those things or not and not judging yourself if you don't. Um, so what keeps us or what can keep us from finishing things like why is starting a task and finishing it like going all the way through completion so hard like what makes it so hard um I think losing steam because ideas are exciting and implementation and execution isn't and so you, when you lose steam you 
and you stop working on things as much or putting as much into it, then it just kind of fizzles out very easily. I think that I think getting overwhelmed, um, like maybe having too many things on your plate, like not not having enough time to put into something. So you just kind of let things fall off to the side. And I think that that's something that, you know, I've done in the past that I'm working to make sure I don't do in the future. It's like having too many things on my plate. What are, um, well, we'll get to that. Sorry. Let me not get ahead. Let me not get ahead. <laughs> um, other things that keep you from finishing is, you know, being stuck on a certain outcome or being a perfectionist or being like, um, you know, needing something to come out a certain way. Um, a lot of times that keeps you from finishing because maybe it won't work out the way that you're envisioning it and maybe it'll be something different. And so you stop instead of, you know, seeing what happens. I think also not having clarity around what it is or being clear on your goals or your purpose for doing a thing. You're like, oh, I want to do this thing. But if you don't understand why you're doing it and not realizing how it's tied into your larger vision, like you can subconsciously completely just stop doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, we have anxiety down here and that can kind of combine with all of these things that, and that's also being focused on the future. So again, thinking too much about outcomes, um, being anxious can start to connect where now when you pick up your notebook, you start to feel anxious, you know, as soon as you're like even starting to write. Um, and so being aware that your body has to kind of probably be retrained that this is not a fight or flight situation when you're working on that project, if you want to be working on it. Yeah, I think, um, looking for that same excitement whenever you start something all the way through and if you're not getting that affirmation from people can make you want to stop like realizing because you know if you ever put like oh man I'm gonna start a new business everybody's like yeah that's great but then like midway through the business whenever you're kind of suffering by yourself nobody's necessarily cheering for you along the way and so looking at all of the things that you're doing and making sure you're not doing them for those cheers or for that affirmation but also recognizing that that might not always be there and so you have to really want to be want to do something and to stick with it yep and you cannot be afraid of feedback and critique a lot of times and this is for the creatives and the artists um, they do not finish projects because now it's out there for your eye to critique or to say if you like it or don't like it or what do you think it means and all of those things and sometimes it's hard for people to criticize your work and um you know, give feedback in those spaces and it's easier just to not put it out there in the world. Um, so for my creatives, that's one of the big things too. Most definitely. So if any of these, like if you're looking at all the projects and all the things that you're working on, if any of the things we just kind of discussed are things that you struggle with when finishing projects, um, here are some ways that you can be a finisher, some ways and some strategies, some things to think through to help you get across the finish line with what you're working on. The first one is knowing that, and I kind of discussed a second ago, so I'll skim over it, but knowing that the lows and the dull moments um, are unavoidable, that the path is not necessarily A to B, it might be A to Z to F to Q, back to B to A to whatever, and so just not letting that throw you off your path. Um, Also, just overall, like, be selective. Like, we've said this already, you can get overwhelmed by taking on too much, um, but how do you know what to take on? And especially for somebody who has a lot of ideas all the time and, you know, a lot of um, brainstorming and things that you see could be different or that you can do, how do you determine, like, what you should be focused on? Um, For Carly, she has, like, a big lesson with that, too, with hers, but part of it is connecting with your why. So we always kind of come back to that, but really making sure like you have a deeper connection with this project um, so that you can follow it through. 
and we have an episode about like getting to your why and, and your purpose statement. And so you can go back and check on that. If you're not quite sure what that is, that can help give you a guide. Um, another one is once you check in with your why, really making sure that your time and your energy is prioritized around that and taking things off your plate. Like if it's not in alignment with your larger goals, if it's not something that you really care about or that's not important, take those things off of your plate to make room for the other things. Um, another thing is to quit being a perfectionist and that sounded like it was going to be something real easy, but we did an episode on that as well. Um, you know, stop worrying so much about how it's going to turn out and worry more about what you're actually working on. Making a complete plan. So knowing how much things cost, like how many people you're going to need, knowing the process for whatever it is that you're trying to create and being able to estimate those necessary resources so that you can budget your time, your money, your energy appropriately. So really thinking it through from start to finish, knowing that it's not going to go exactly to plan, but giving yourself a better idea so that you can be more realistic, which I hate that word, but be more realistic with your time and how, how you're spending it. But also, I think um, the benefit of making the plan is just that you actually have a plan because when we start things without the plan, then it's easier to fall offline. So to Carly's point, even if you don't know exact numbers and certain things, to actually have a plan at least gives you more of something to follow. Um, and it's you taking a little bit more invested step. Um, so take more invested steps into your projects. Um, a big thing with that is in your business growth, if you have a course that you want to make, actually pay somebody to like help you start getting that together um, maybe you purchasing courses to focus on you know some writing lessons um, maybe you taking you know some kind of coaching so I think um, investing in resources for a certain project um, is also a good way to help yourself be a, a finisher absolutely because yeah um, in Bangladesh they they're was this organization that was giving them like free healthcare and they noticed that like people would make appointments and never really show up to anything and that they just couldn't continue to provide care because people weren't showing up even though they were signing up and it was free. They're like, why aren't they coming? They noticed that whenever they started charging people, like whatever they could pay, if it was five cents, one cent, whatever, that people would be on time for their appointments, that they would ask the doctors questions and be way more invested in their overall care and taking ownership. And so using that in our own lives, like if you really bought that life, like put your money in your time where your mouth is and notice the level of investment. Um, that's not always true with gems, but with other things, it tends to work. Um, another one for me that's really important is making sure that you celebrate the little moments and milestones. That can help you boost your confidence and keep your morale up, especially knowing that, you know, every day is not going to be a great day. Every day is not going to be a big, you know, social media postable moment. And making sure that you're taking all of those little times to celebrate yourself and to keep that momentum going the whole way through. And another way to practice finishing, well, another way to be a better finisher is to practice finishing. Um, and you can practice finishing more often by paying attention to your day-to-day -day and even things that you already do. Um, now, making it very intentional, like, oh, okay, my, my skincare routine at night, like, I'm going to make sure I wash my face every day. Like, you already wash it, you know, but sometimes maybe you skip a day. Sometimes maybe you just threw your water up there and did a real quickie. Um but put some non-negotiables into your day that are easy and stick to them. 
And every time you finish it, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I do what I say I'm going to do. Um, and you know which things are harder. Maybe waking up at a certain time isn't the first thing you try. But, um, again, look at things you're already doing and commit to doing them daily. Commit to doing them weekly um, and start to add more things. And you'll notice that those things you have difficulty with, like following up on emails, um, really focus on starting that at the top of your day and then you'll notice like the more you're doing it the more you just feel like you're building this ecosystem of wins and you're like oh I do what I say oh I can continue this oh I'm you know you're being authentic and more truthful to yourself and I think that kind of switches your mind to feel like things are more possible and to feel like you really can finish things because you are now that's that's a game changer, making sure that you're showing up for yourself. Um, accountability and working with a team can be a great way to keep that momentum and keep yourself all the way, well, to keep yourself going all the way through the finish line. So having someone that you maybe check in with your goals at the top of the week. Um, Alexia's mentioned like how she talks to her, you know, finance person and how that's helped uh, revolutionize like that side of her life. So just finding those people where y'all can hold each other accountable along the way is really helpful too. But what happens when that doesn't work? Like, I wonder, and what factors go into that not working sometimes? Just so I remember you said that at the beginning. So the difference, so um, like my friend Shamil actually is his name, and him and I were talking about doing this course, but we hadn't committed to holding each other accountable about it. Like outside of the planning, like we put all of our planning dates on the calendar. We showed up for all of those. We were really communicative. But then like the next steps, like we weren't clear on those, and that's where things started to fall off. It's like we we weren't holding each other accountable because we didn't actually create a plan. So it's like I can look at a couple of the things that were saying will help you to become a better finisher. And mm -hmm. like we're missing like five check marks right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, we talked about this in episode 98, committing to a process. So to keep from being as much a perfectionist and to keep from worrying about, you know, what the outcomes may be, focusing more on what you can do day to day. And so sticking to writing for 10 minutes a day, um, sticking to doing whatever that is, working on that project 30 minutes um, towards it every day and just do something that's digestible and that you can do and that allows you to keep having footsteps forward because then you're working on your project. And what tends to happen is a lot of times starting is the hardest part. And so that 10 minutes of writing you're supposed to do every day, as long as you just get started, that can turn into, oh man, I got the whole chapter out. Um, or I ended up, you know, continuing to write because I got in the zone, but then it's not that much pressure if you kind of are like, uh, I can't come up with too much and that 10 minutes is up and you move on. Um, and so again, focusing on the process will get you at least progressing in the right direction. I wonder what makes that part so hard. Cause I noticed that like just starting, even if I do have a commitment, so like for this, not for these non-negotiables, like even if I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. Sometimes it's really hard for me just to get in the car to go to go do that or to to just start. So I wonder what that is also. But don't you go? Yeah, most days. So what's the question? Like, why is that? Like, if, if, if I say I'm going to write every morning for 10 minutes, like, what is the, the hardest? Like, why is that part hard of starting? Because you're not sure you can do it or because you're tired or because any other reasons. But 
um, again, whatever reason you push through to go to the gym when you don't feel like it, like nobody actually wants to fucking do stuff. Like, I don't want to work on a project. I don't want to make a course and like sit here and think about stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so these aren't necessarily like everything has to be fun. Oh my gosh. Like wake up and eat cupcakes every morning. Like it, it doesn't, it's not fun stuff. So we don't have to like rah, rah it up. Like, oh, you should wake up feeling great and excellent and do this or that. But you feel even better those mornings that you're tired and you actually go to the gym and come out because like, yeah, I did that. And so, sure, it's hard to start things because of all these other reasons of why it's hard to finish them, too, I think. Um, and then there's other reasons, I'm sure, where you can say, like, all right, should I do this or not do it or feel bad or not feel bad about doing it? Um, but that's kind of another conversation. But I think um, that's what you have to work through is that that starting it. Um, but with this episode being focused on things you've started, it's like, all right, at least you've done it. And it's, let's just continue with it and make sure you have a process to like continue and keep working towards that thing. So it doesn't just die. Yeah. The last one that I had is don't force it. Um, if it might be something that needs to be on a back burner, it might be something that needs to die. It might be whatever, but um, not forcing it, not forcing anything in your life. It's super important. Like maybe you have an aversion to it and maybe you spend some time figuring out like, why am I not finishing this book that I said I was going to write for five years, but I can't finish it. So maybe taking some time to figure out why that is and what you're actually struggling with, because it might not just be writing a book like you can actually sit down and write. It might be your anxiety behind it or you wanting it to be perfect or whatever it is that you're looking for. So taking time to figure out why you might have an aversion to something and then not forcing it if it's just not the right time. Yeah, that makes sense. And then keeping in mind, too, that done is always better than perfect. Don't let perfect be the enemy of the good. Um, it's better to get things out and get things done than to, you know, lie to yourself and, and think it's going to be super perfect at one point or at some day, especially if you find yourself not even working towards it anymore. That's kind of like that illusion that we tell ourselves. And so um, it's best just to have a done and finished thing. That's what feels the best. That's what uh, keeps us moving forward with new things. Um and I think that, you know, listening to this episode, uh, I want you to kind of think about the projects that you've let die and go to the elephant graveyard and like maybe take some time and write them out and then assess and be like, man, why? Like what happened in these spaces? So what happened in those spaces? Is this something that you still have interest in? Is there anything you still have room on your plate? Is there something you should make a plan towards? Is any of these things actually very important? Because a lot of times we're avoiding finishing some of those things that could really be the game changers for what we're doing. Um, so doing like a real life assessment of where you're at with projects and, um, you know, different things that you have in your life, different goals and seeing how you can make sure you stay aligned and stay on track with finishing what you start. Absolutely. And if there are other reasons why you notice that you haven't, if you do that assessment and figure out, man, it's this, we would love to hear from you at Carly's Couch, at Lextopia, at CC Fierce on Instagram, Carly Carpio on Twitter. Um, let us know. We'd love to hear that. And also, if you have any tips on becoming a better finisher or things that have changed the game for you in terms of actually completing projects, would also love to hear those too. Don't forget, you can also leave us voicemails now. We will have the number in the show notes. And then this week's question of the week is... What makes time slow down for you? What makes time slow down for me is um, probably sitting in like a natural environment and like sitting outside with the sun, just kind of chilling. So when I'm being still, I think. Nice. Mine is whenever I'm present, whenever I find myself, you know, just being in the moment and not being distracted anywhere else, I notice that it slows down. Aren't you supposed to always be present? 
I mean, yeah, but we can be distracted by driving, by being on our phones, by whatever. So when I'm actually distracted by driving because you're driving, Carly. (laughs) Golly. Oh, my God. Anyways. You know, I'm going to challenge you. I know. Because it sounds like you're saying like when you meditate. No, no, no. Not when I meditate, but like whenever, you know, we're here in the podcast instead of me being in my head like, okay, well, this next episode is this and we have to do this. That's why I'd be looking at you so lovingly because I'm trying to stay present in the moment Mm -hmm. and hear what you say and actually be here with you. And instead of trying to be in my head or looking at this or what about this email like you know just being here it feels slower because you're not focused on a lot of things yeah and i'm able just to be in the moment well what makes time slow down for you let us know hit us up on everything and as always we appreciate you listening to this episode stay tuned next week bye y'all